recording the intro, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Purpose for Forever. Forever, ever. <laughs> oh, we come on every Monday at, at 8 p.m. Um, so we appreciate you guys for being here. Again, you know, always, as you see us, make sure you share. Sharing is caring. <sighs> Sharing <Yes>. is caring. <laughs> Oh, good. Okay, kick this off. And we'll be right back. Right here to these. Right up to the into these. Right here, right there. There you go. So yeah, like you said, we're typically on every Monday uh, at 8 p.m. Yep, yep, what's wrong? I was trying to see what you put for the top. <laughs> so <laughs> our, our topic tonight <laughs> there you go. is now. how your upbringing can affect your relationship. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so this, of course, is a very sensitive topic in a relationship because a lot of times when people think about this topic they always think of it in a negative sense Mm -hmm. and it does not always have to be in you know thought of in a negative way but that's me um (laughs) so i just want to start off by saying that um this is a topic that i still after all these years of being together, I still take it into consideration. I still examine myself on a regular basis um, because sometimes I find it's easy to behave and respond in a manner that you're comfortable with or that you've seen before. Um, And depending on what that response is or what the behavior is, it may not be beneficial to your relationship. Like your parents could have been married for 50 years and you seen your father behave some kind of way, you know, the whole time. Right. And it worked for he and your mother, but you come home to your wife and it might not work. So that's what I mean when I say it doesn't have to be like so negative when you right. think about it. But the reality is how we were raised, the house we were raised in, um, things we saw growing up, that was our norm, right? That was normal to us. That was our normal, whether it was dysfunctional, um, whether it was loving, happy, whatever it was, that was our norm. And in some ways, even subconsciously, we grew thinking that was how a relationship either should work Mm -hmm. or shouldn't work. Um, You know, and we grow up and we have all these thoughts in our head and they're in there and sometimes we don't even realize how ingrained it is until 
we get married. And right. now there's a whole nother person attached to our lives. And if we're not careful, we'll miss the subtle um, hint. Does that mean it went up? No, it didn't, it didn't go up. It would just freeze, delay, and it would come on back. It was like that. Bam! Okay. <laughs> Having some technical issues this evening. Yes. But um, so yeah, so like she was saying, how we brought up upbringing, how they uh, affect our relationships, um, the decisions we make, uh, how we view the actions of someone else, you know, of our of our significant other, um, you know, and and most of the time it's called like it triggers, you know. Hey, Alicia. Hey, Coach Kerry. Um, and how we respond to certain things based on how we are, um, like I said, how we brought up. Um, and a lot of times we have to sometimes recognizing those triggers or those things that, are, that affect us while we're growing up um, so that we can kind of correct or self-correct or therapeutically correct, you know, whatever it takes to, to change certain situations. Um, and it is, and it can be sensitive. This, this area is very sensitive um, because it's kind of what you know, what you grow up with, you know, this is what I've always learned. What hey. up? What up? Um, so it's, this is definitely an area that everyone navigates. Even in any relationship, we all navigate in some way, some shape, some form um, that you have to kind of, kind of deal with. Um, so today, that's what we're going to be tackling in, in our relationship and some of the things we've seen. Um, and definitely some of the things we do. Yeah. So I'll I'll even start. I hope my mom ain't watching. So like, <laughs> I'll say, um, yeah, it's, it's far and it's not here. Um, for me, like I grew up for a part of, of my childhood years um, my mom was a single parent and then um, when I got older she got married so I grew up watching my mom do it all raise kids work take care of a house um, I watched her do that she never was the one that was like you don't need a man per se like those were never her words but she did it all. She was like Superman. Like whatever she had to do, she did it to make it happen for me and my siblings. And so, nope, that's perfect. <laughs> so like, you know, especially when I first got married, like there was a lot of things that I really didn't um, kind of understand in a way. Like I was used to kind of that same mindset. You know, I worked. I did whatever, like, it took a while for me to get into a rhythm of not really allowing him to, to be the man and head the house, but just being comfortable being the wife. Like, I didn't have to allow him to be the man because he's already a man. He was already, you know, in that position. I got married. I already, whatever, I just had to get in my own role as a wife. Right. Um, 
and not and get out of the mindset of having to do it all or only being able to depend on myself. Um, it was a process. And sometimes, even now, I still, after all this time, sometimes I still have to remind myself, like, this is not, this is not, one, it's not even what I want. Like, who really wants to do everything? Nobody. I don't care what people tell right. you. Nobody wants to, to do, do everything. everything. Right. Sometimes right. you get into that role of, I have to do it because you think it's not going to be done right. Right. Nobody wants to be responsible for everything. everything. Right. Um, so sometimes now I even have to self-correct. Right. Um, you know, I have to deal with myself because I'm saying, you know, everything I learned wasn't for for me to reiterate. Right. Everything I learned wasn't for me to carry it into my own relationship. Right. You know, I feel like when you get with with that person and you agree that you're going to get married, I feel like from that point is where you should start building your own foundation right. of what you want your relationship to look like, right. the things you want included, right. the things you don't want included. Right. I think that's where um, it should begin. And sometimes that means we have to verbalize what we grew up in, right. what we were accustomed to seeing. Right. Um, the behaviors that we've experienced, the mindset, like, of course, everything always kind of comes back to communication. Right. So you have to be willing to talk about, you know, what you saw in your home, what you saw with your parents, um, what that made you feel like, you know, right. and, and I think that helps you navigate how to move forward. Right. That helps him or her understand where you are, and then they can say, well, I was raised like this, and oh, okay, yeah. you know, and it helps you understand each other better. Right. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's definitely about um, having a conversation, being being honest about the things that you see and you may see in yourself. Now, a lot of times it takes having those conversations, right? It takes having your spouse saying, what she sees and what, you know, you might've learned this from, you know, from here, or you might even have moments like, I don't know why you doing this particular thing bothers me so much, you know, cause right. there, there's always those maybe previous relationship triggers, but there's also family relationship triggers. You know, I don't do this because when I was growing up, right. <laughs> you know, like this happened, you know, and, and recognize like, man, this this may be silly, but you know, when hanging the towel on the towel rack, you know, scares me. You know, like or something something might have happened. You know, I'd rather hang it on the back of the the door. You know, like I grew up with roaches or something. Like it just, I'm you know, and it's hard. Like we have none, and we've never, you know, like we we're good, but it's just how I grew up. And and I use that example because. There are a lot of relational stuff that we can get into, but it's like, you got to recognize, I know this is crazy, but I can't, it's hard shaking this. It's right. hard shaking this thought. And a lot of times relationships, you know, like the way my mom and dad interacted wasn't like a whole lot of, like Cosby, like lovey-dovey, you know, they, they weren't mean to each other. They interacted, but they weren't like in each other's face, you know, 
<laughs> lovely, lovely W on the couch a whole lot. You know, they were separated. He was downstairs watch TV. She was upstairs watch TV. You know, and being old, he realized maybe they just had different TV tastes or they just did their own thing. Um, but that was what I saw. You know, right. and it I know it's crazy. It's like I didn't necessarily say, oh, that's what I want my marriage to be. But I wasn't like, I don't want my marriage to be this. So it wasn't a conscious effort not to become what I saw. Because right. um, my dad, you know, master nap, master napper. <laughs> so I seemed to pick that up. Like, and and so I became, she began to reveal these things. And I became, become conscious of where did I get this stuff from? And I started thinking about like, right. well, it's what I seen, you know. And so the first is with the acceptance. <laughs> so it's like, I've seen this, you know, in my family. Then it's the, you know, do you really want this for your life? It's like, no. So what habits do we need to change? Well, we can start by walk, trying to watch TV together, compromising on the shows, you know, things of that nature. I don't compromise, bro. <laughs> I will say that because I know that's what he's thinking. I know as soon as he said compromise, I know he instantly thought, about the fact that I don't compromise well with the TV. Like I don't really share the remote like I should. I love her. I mean, listen, it's <laughs> really it's, it's it's no 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 like it and just for the record, like it's not like uh night and day TV watching. You no, know, no. it's not night and day TV watching, like she's extreme on this side, I'm extreme on this side. You know, we met in the middle. Um, I think because, and honestly, because I, at least in this time, I don't watch TV like that. And what I mean by that is like, I watch TV with her and we watch it a lot, but like when she's not here, like, I don't really watch TV like that. Like I'm probably YouTubing something or working on something else, you know, like, so TV's not a thing, <laughs> right? TV's not a big thing for me. So the compromise is a little easier, right? Like. I think the the two things that let's just talk about TV real quick. Maybe two things that we we probably differ on. Like I like documentaries. She's not really into it. But I will say when I find the right documentaries that are about particular characters or particular people, she's like, oh, you know, like I watched one. I didn't think like it was about the Malcolm X. I didn't think it was. I thought it was gonna be just the stuff I already knew a little bit extra. But towards the end. Oh, it was a doozy. <laughs> a doozy. Me and her really got into it. So we make compromises like that. You know, and she likes certain things that I'm I'm cool, like certain crime stuff, and you know, that and then you know, there's certain things you're like, ah, but I get into it. You know, I, I find a way. And like I said, with TV, it's 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 easier because I'm not all in with TV. If I was hardcore, then yeah, it'd probably be somewhat of a battle. Because I like this, and you like that. Um but, it, but it's finding those compromises. It's finding those things uh, to change what you grew up in that you may have saw as unhealthy, you know? And I think unhealthy, there's, there's kind of like a level to it. And what I mean, I wouldn't say unhealthy, but better for your, your relationship, yeah. you know? Because they want, them being separated is not unhealthy. Just let me scratch that, make sure no one takes that. It doesn't mean it was unhealthy because that's what they like. Because, you know, we always say about, Hey, some some things work for some folks. Right. Why they don't work for other people? You know, some people could see each other pass through the night. Hey, blah blah blah, boom boom boom, do a lot of texting, and their relationship can probably work. You know, for us, 
we can't do that. We gotta, we need a lot of us time, you know, in the same room, a little close enough to touch you time. You know, it's gotta be those kind of times. But um, like I said, everybody has something. But then, like I said, as you growing up, I know I said, like I said, like three, four times. Like I said, um, as you growing up, there are things that you see happening in your household that you pick up. It's just, I think it's just kind of a natural thing. Right. Either it kind of like, you kind of take it in, you're like, that's what I want. It kind of just happens because that's what you see, mm -hmm. or you just actively reject it. Right. Like, this is what I don't want, right. you know. Oh, <laughs> you just stop. <laughs> that's just not, that's not right. Oh, <laughs> so like he was saying, like, um, you know, on Saturday we met with our group and we yeah. kind of talked about this somewhat. And it was kind of really interesting to listen to, you know, the different stories and the different things. And it really made me think, you know, about some of the things that kind of I still do. Because like, um, you know, and I had to think like, where did I get some of that stuff from? You know, everything wasn't just stuff that, you know, like I picked up off the street. Some of it was some of the things you know, I picked up in my home or um, from relatives and that type of stuff. And I don't even know if at the time I deemed all of it good or bad. It's just some of it just sticks with you. Right. You know, like, I don't know what I would do if all of a sudden he wanted to cook all the meals. Mm -hmm. And I know for a lot of people that would be like, girl, <laughs> go ahead, let him cook. Right, right, but right. for me... Like that would really make me feel like less of a wife because mm -hmm. I feel like a wife is supposed to cook for her husband. Right. And it wasn't, and that's not even really um, anything I got from my mom, but I had an older aunt um, that kind of started me with cooking as a kid. And she uh, really emphasized, you know, the fact that a woman's supposed to cook you know, for her husband. And so like that has always stuck with me. I mean, so much so that like I've actively um, improved on my cooking skills and learning how to make different stuff and learning how to make, you know, make stuff, you know, that really, really works for him. Right. Um. So I think like, you know, there's always all these kinds of lessons that we bring along with us. Um, now, would it be a deal work if he kept coming in my kitchen? I don't know. He might, you know, fall on a knife or something. <laughs> something like that. I'm but, falling on a knife. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's little things right. that, you know, if you, if you don't really kind of think back to where some of these things came come from, like they could impede on your relationship in a negative way. Um, Even to like how we raise kids. like. You know, we all got different parenting styles. Right. We had a friend, we go to their house, you know, their parents actively talk to them. You know, you had right. the other kid, you go to his house, their parents was like, Ike, Tina, baby Ike. Right. You know, like, so you, you had all these different groups of friends. Right. And then growing up, you, you know, you kind of thought, this, I'm going to do this for my kid. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Right. Like, the other night, I called my son from his bedroom. To my bedroom, turn my light off. 
<laughs> I just, you know, I do it more just to to mess with him. But when I did it, I was like, God, I hated that as a kid. Right. When somebody would call you all, all the way, way. Right. from wherever you were doing whatever to do something. Right. And I instantly thought about it that quick when I did it to him. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> but, you know, it's just simple things like that. Right. Sometimes we don't realize how those things can really affect um, our relationship. Right. You know, your husband might be, you know, the active type. Time out, little John. You know, and you like John. Right. <laughs> you know, like you you can have those those vast differences and yeah. yeah. in, in parenting style. Right. And you know, he can't really explain why he feels like time out is great. Right. And you don't know why you think you right. should <laughs> knock little John right. off his feet. Right. Um, you know, it could be something little like that. That yes. that's a constant clash. Yes, we're constantly clashing over how we're raising the kids. Right. You know, we're constantly clashing over the level of strictness we right. want to have with the kids. You know, the le- the amount of rules. Like people, you know, these things impede marriages every mm-hmm. day. Right. Like raising your kids, how to raise them, how not to raise them, and the reality is. We like that impede our relationship, but these kids are gonna grow up and move out. Right. But we done argued and beat each other up right. for 18 years. Right. Indeed. Over little John, who now has moved out and went on about his business. Right. And you have a whole lot of repairing yeah. that you need to do. Definitely. Because you know, so many things have been said, so many things have been done. Right. So much damage because you weren't aware of a lot of different factors. Right. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, that that connection factor. We always talk about the um, conversations, um, maintaining your relationship, you know, regardless of what's going on around you. There's going to be disagreements and agreeing to disagree. But the, the key thing is um, to to make sure there's a resolve. Right. You know, where where are we at in the end of this thing? Um, how are we able to move forward? You know, in spite of maybe this disagreement, um, and what have we what have we kind of learned out of this? And I think, um, like I said, recognizing what is it that I've what learned behavior or seen behavior have I adopted? You know, that maybe needs some tampering down, some correction. Um, you know, because you know we know the 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 spankings. Um, continuously without conversation, you know, may not may not always be the best. And we know the talking without reinforced talking, you know, without, without steps and levels and and really understanding, you know, because you can't talk to the kid half the time and then expect little Johnny to be right. You got to kind of be on top. The, the talking takes a little more work. <laughs> it takes a lot more work, honestly. Just you got to really be on top of it having having ways of disciplining to to kind of keep them on track um but it's it's where you how you grew up what you've learned um and i and i get like you said you see things like i never want to do that you know i never want to be that parent um or be that spouse um but you got to find the the healthy ways in order to keep your marriage functioning you know like i don't ever want to argue but you're going to have a disagreement Right. So how do we how do we deal with a disagreement? You know, um, I never want to you know have to walk out or 
take a drive and cool off. I just want to handle it right then and there all the time, right in the room. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> right, right, there's power. Um, but, you know, but it's, you, there are going to be moments that I'm just going to have to take a, well, <laughs> take a walk. I'm talking about as far as us. Oh, I was <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> take a, you're gonna have to take a walk. You have to, have to take a breather right. and then come back. Because sometimes, you know, things get high, you know, and when your mind starts, you like, don't say that. You don't want to say that. You don't really mean that. You're mad right now. Let's walk away so we can think. And then whatever we say, we don't have to regret and apologize for not only right. what we did, but now we apologize for what we said. Right. <laughs> you know, and we know. Too well that words that you say stick. They yes. stick forever. You know, they forgive. I forgive. She may forgive, but it always sticks. He called me this. <laughs> like you just watch the TV one day. I can't believe that dude called me this. <laughs> you know, like it just it's it's hard to just get past, you know, because you're angry. You're angry. Um, so you gotta learn to walk away or not going to bed angry. <laughs> like it just Finding the resolves, finding a way to to deal with stuff, you know, where you can kind of at least function and get to a better space where you can have a conversation. Um, I think that that's key. But like I said, recognizing what is it that you want in your relationship, recognizing some of the things that worked in what you've seen that's not working in where you are, you know, um, and, and listening to your spouse. Right. I'm Listen to spouse. That's the best indication. Yeah. Is is kind of again the communication. You you have to communicate. And and communication isn't always you talking. Sometimes you need to zip it and really listen to your spouse's heart. You have to really listen to what they're saying. Not what you want to hear, but what they're actually saying. Right. And not, you know. Oh, listening. Like, oh, oh. you making mental notes because right. you're just waiting for them to stop talking so that you can have a rebuttal. Right. Um, I think that it's it's incredibly, incredibly important. Like I look at the generation of teenagers and kids these days, and I say, like, when I talk to my friends in in this age realm. And maybe it's not your kids, but I say, like, we failed. Somehow we decided that our parents were so strict and so terrible that we were going to, we got to raise our kids all different. And, right. and now your kid in jail, your kid in the gang, like, you know, you walk down the street and these kids, you know, used to be, even us in high school, you didn't walk home from the store, you'd be cussing. You be doing whatever. You see somebody, an adult, right. and you like, oh, yeah. you stop. You would stop. You had enough respect, right? Like right. you know, you were both be cussing anyway, right? But you stop cussing, right. you know, when you saw an adult. Right. Like you give them that respect. And as soon as you felt like they was far enough, I'm just saying, right. far enough that they can hear you, right. you pick it right back up. Right. And so, like, I really be thinking about like what things. Because it wasn't just about the beating. Mm -hmm. What things that our, our parents do, right. like I think about when I talk to some friends, like what are some of those things that we're not doing with our kids? And I say we because I don't ever want to be like, oh, y'all kids are terrible. Right. 
Right. I mean, like as a generation, right. like that, that we didn't put in the next generation of kids that are coming up. Right. Like, I don't, I think maybe once there was like, it was like a rumor or whatever. Somebody had brought a gun to school. Oh, like, I don't right. think somebody may have saw it. Somebody may have not. Right, right, knows, right, right. But there was never a school yeah. shooting. Right. Like, and I went to school in the hood. Yeah. Like, yeah. I ain't even gonna it front. We went never. to school in the hood. There was never a mass shooting yeah. like at school. There was fights. Oh, was fights. we fight. Yeah, was fights. We did that. But, <laughs> like, there was much. never no one brought a gun up shooting. school shootings, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, be one, speak freely, right? Right. Be one, speak freely, right? Um, You know, like, it, it just, it wasn't something that was happening right. when we were in school like something that the parents were doing right. in 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 that area in that era worked right. i'm not saying everything because right. there are several things that you know in my upbringing that out eh, we can let that out <laughs> right. um you know but on the flip side of that there were several things that i felt like were needed yeah. so like when i look at this generation and the school shootings because these are happening these are kids right. These are kids coming to school, shooting up the whole building. And fine, I know, you know, we can blame it on bullying. Okay, then what are you teaching your little rotten kid that, you know, he done tortured somebody so long that they come to school with a gun? Like, I feel like it still falls on the parents. And no, you cannot control everything your kid does. You cannot be there with them every moment. But there are some things I feel like we are putting in them or some things we put in too much of. Um, Whatever it is, I think that's something, you know, like from generation to to generation, like there's some things being lost. There are some things that were, um, you know, done to us growing up that maybe we didn't like or even agree with. But those things help give us boundaries. Right. And it, it helped us think, eh, don't want to go that far. Because right. we all did our little mess. Yeah. Like growing up, we all did some mess, whether it was curfew or the sneaking or the dipping. Like there was something we all did. Right. But we had some kind of boundaries. And when I look now, there's no boundaries. Like where are the parents? Right. You know, did we just scrap everything we were taught? Because right. little John John needs whatever right. you know like the, there's no rules there's no enforcement yeah. so i think like there there can be a positive on some of the things that that we were raised in um it doesn't have to be negative i right. think that we can't just throw away everything from the generation prior right you know like growing up you were taught to cook like women taught their daughters to cook not to to grow up and be barefoot and pregnant, but you know, to grow up and be a woman that could take care of her family. Right. Like that was something we taught people. People don't teach their, their daughters to cook. And sons were taught to cook them right. too. Right. Right. Like we don't teach our kids that anymore. Right. You know, that now that's antiquated. Right. You know, right. teaching a girl how to cook. Right. Like, well, we don't do that. Like, but we'll teach them to twerk. I'm just saying, right, you right. like, you know, like, I just think some of the things that we've given up on that we were taught, um, I think we need to find some of those things. We need mm-hmm. to re-implement some of those things because every generation is like, 
you know, yeah. like the, the filter is just, there's no boundaries. Right. There's nothing that they won't do. You yeah. know, like it, it's scary. Like when I see teenagers, I've been thinking, am I going to have to, <laughs> you know, because it's real. They'll knock you in the head, like whatever, whatever it takes to get what they want. Like, I think there are several things that we really need to um, reconsider right. about some of our upbringing. Right. And it's not about the, the corporal punishment of raising a child. Right. Like, you know, maybe in your house, I, you know, it could be anything. But I definitely realize, like, if, if you're wondering, you know, how... Uh, how your upbringing affected you. I would definitely look at your your relationship and I would absolutely look at your kids. How you raise your kids. And I mean, really look at little Johnny. Like, not, oh, that's my baby. I mean, look at him. You know, really look at how he behaves and not just how he behaves when you're there. Because, you know, all our kids can be a whole different person when they think we aren't an earshot. You know, look at how they perform when you're not around. Look at how other people speak about their performance. And I think that'll tell you a lot about, you know, what things you've implemented, the things, you know, oh, my mama just didn't know nothing. Right, right. I, I think um, yeah, you, you make a point about um, just paying attention, you know, to to your kids. Because we talk about how your upbringing affects your relationship. This kind of stuff they're picking up on. Right. Um, some of the stuff that they're seeing, some of the stuff they're taking in. Even in your own household, you know, having those conversations um, to make sure they are in a in a space where they're getting the the good stuff, you know, and not clinging to things that are not healthy. You know, they may say things I'm never going to do such and such. Like whoa, whoa, you know that you know we've had an issue in that area. Doesn't mean you shouldn't do a particular thing, but just having those conversations just to kind of see how your child is growing. You know, like. Right. When um, I can't remember the plant, maybe like tomato plants, like you got to put the little trestle to make sure that it's growing up right. the right direction. And that's what we have to be sometimes just to make sure like, OK, what what do you what do you how do you see the world right now? Right. You know, where is your space and trying to make sure you're guiding them so they go in the right direction, you know, and, and we know because we've been kids, we've done things <laughs> crazy, you know, out of order. But at least our focus overall, we're going in the right direction. Um, so that's that's a big thing. Um, watching for the next generation, you know, what are they learning? What are they picking up in your relationship? You know, what tools? You know, what? <laughs> I, I, and I, I, I guess this is probably a tough conversation. Like, what is it that your children see that they want to mimic, and what are the things that they see that they don't want to mimic? Right. You know, what are those things that they don't like seeing in you guys? You know, what is it that bothers them? Like, oh. When I have kids, you know, right. or when I get married, I'm not going to do that, you know, and and maybe even have that conversation. So there could become clarity. And, and granted, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough if if it's been a while or you don't talk to your kids a whole lot. This would be a tough conversation. But I truly feel like. That's <laughs> 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 too much. Oh, but yeah, definitely. Um, it matters. All these conversations kind of matter as far as the next generation, even in your own relationships, because what you do, you just bring what's from what you grew up with into your, your current relationship, 
you know, and it's not helping you guys move forward. Like I said, some things, they weren't unhealthy. They just don't work for your spouse. Yeah. They just don't work in your house. And it don't, and it's not like moving you guys forward. And the things that you would do, you like, I'm mimicking my dad my, and Sam is like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, are we together? Yeah. We're not together. We're together. You know, you always out here or you always in that room. I'm always in this room. Right. You if know. you don't like me, just say <laughs> right. you don't like me. Like. Right. And then to me, I'm just like, no, I just, I, I saw this docu-series, uh, <laughs> um, what do you call it? Um, they having a whole bunch of them all back to back. <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to trying to watch this, you know, and you're in your room watching this and, and not and I could be like, hey, you want to watch this together? You know, right. let's watch this together. And then about four or five, like, can we can we switch this up a little bit? Can we switch this up? We're gonna, ain't this episode number 12? We can, can we switch this up a little bit. Um, but yeah, definitely like <laughs> the, the compromises and just having a conversation. And right. we always Lead back to that part. Conversation, communication, yes. um, talking about you know, talking about things will accelerate your relationship in ways you never thought possible. You know, you can't figure out why every time you yell at the kids about doing the dishes, your husband seems like he got flashbacks, you know, and, and he mad. Like it could be little small things that we don't um we don't always take into consideration. So it's important, um, you know, to have the conversation, to 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 talk about your past. Like, yeah, I know I'm not the 12 year old girl, right. but when I was 12, this happened and it hurt me. Right. And sometimes when you use that tone, right. I feel 12 all over again. Right. But instead of, you know, but that's not what you say. When you right. use that tone, you ready to fight. Right. And, you know. It goes all the way left. Right. Um, I think it's important to have the conversations. Everything we talk about here is to inspire more communication right. in your relationship. Um, you know, you can be with somebody a lifetime and there's still things that they haven't told you. Right. And not because they're keeping secrets, but it's just... I'm, I'm growing and I'm changing and I'm evolving every day. Right. And then I'm still reliving and processing some of my past. So, you know, even though I'm sharing with you things that have happened in the past, I also have the present that's happening now. Right. So, you know, there's, although there may be chances to talk about who I was and how I was raised, right. sometimes it's not always like evident. Yeah. It's not always right there. So these conversations are to remind you to make some time, dig into some things. You know, don't be afraid of the answer. Like I used to tell him, don't ask a question you don't want to answer. To. Yeah. That would be being smart. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's, it's really like that. Sometimes it's like we don't want to say anything because, you know, if we leave down this road, you might ask me something that mm, you don't really want to hear when I tell you the truth. Right. Um, right. So they can be hard conversations. They can be uncomfortable. Right. But on the other side, the benefit definitely will far outweigh um, the uncomfortableness of the conversation. Definitely. Because it'll bring clarity. 
Um, even if there's a, a mild bit of distance, you know, it gives you the opportunity to reconnect. Yes. Um, it opens up different avenues, right. different ideas. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the goal is always to increase longevity. Right. I know we say forever and forever is forever, forever. but right. you know, you don't want the forever to be like forever. Like, right. you know, when I give you life times five, wow. you're like, you don't want it to feel like that. You don't want your forever to feel like forever. Right. So the more conversations you can have, the more you can talk about yourself. Sometimes, you know, people race and think we need therapy and I'm not knocking <laughs> therapy. Sometimes you don't realize how therapeutic it may be just to talk to somebody that loves you. Right. Like trust them enough to love all of you. Right. The good, the bad, the right. ugly, right. the nasty. Um, you know, trust them enough. Like, oh, I always tell him that. He might not. Right. You never know. Right. You you know, I, I think I think it's important. At this point, I tell him he not getting out alive. So whatever I got to tell him, right. he's going to have to figure out how to adjust it because right. he's stuck. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, Either you with me or you with me. <laughs> so. Definitely having those conversations and, and talking and speaking to each other, being intentional with your time. We talk about that all the time. Um, and and just, like I said, just focusing on the nuances of your relationship. You know, the big word day, big word. Um, the, the things that can help shape your marriage for the better. Oh, thank you, Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Um, I can help shape your marriage for the better. Because like I said, it is a lifetime. It's a long time. Um, and you want to make sure that you like are long. long, long, long. <laughs> you want to make sure that you guys are happy. You guys are in a good place. Um, you don't want to feel trapped. Right. And and a lot of times, you know, and I've said this before. <laughs> so, so, um, a lot of times the trapped isn't always because of them. Right. It's me. It's in my mind. It's things I don't want to say. Things I want to deal with. Things conversations I don't want to have. So now I'm living in this trapped marriage and I'm not really happy. But, you know, she don't know that. She just, I'm here. Hey, you okay? What's wrong? What's going on? You know, wanting to have the conversation and I'm not expressing myself. Um, and, and I know it's like, I don't want to say it because then I don't want to go down this road, but you need to because it's on your mind, it's on your head and it's stopping you guys from being better. Healing yeah. at the end of the road. It's, you can you can get there. You can get there. Um, but you just gotta have the conversation. Right. And and I truly believe in my heart there are there are less women, especially wives, that will wep that will weaponize what oh, you right. tell them against you. I, I truly believe in my heart, especially if she's your wife. If she's your wife, I truly believe that she won't weaponize what you tell them. You know, I, I believe you. that too. You know. Ladies, let's do right. <laughs> let's let's do right. I know sometimes, sometimes you get mad and you just, you know, because so your mom get mad and right. she just has a verbal diarrhea. Right. She can't what everything. came out. Yeah, that's not acceptable behavior. Everything. Just because you've seen it, that's not right. acceptable behavior. Right. Be better. Right. I'm not talking about nobody's mama. Right. <laughs> but just we don't have to reiterate everything we've seen. Yeah. Like. Is that really, you know, sometimes you have to inspect things. You have to really think about it. Is that healthy? 
Right. Is 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 that is that love? You know, was I even trying to show love when I did this? Because when you, you know, like you said, when you weaponize something, somebody told you, that does not come from a place of love. You didn't do that to show him love. You did that because you was upset and you want to hurt him. Exactly. So I think sometimes we have to think about that. Like, is this coming from a place of love? Do I really want to be that person? And then the important factor for me how would I feel if he did that to me? Right. Like, right. that's what I try to consider before I do and say things. Mm-hmm. If he did or said that to me, how would I feel? Right. Like, you know, am I going to want to give him a big hug? <laughs> or am I going to want to give him a big kick? Sure. So, you know, right. like, I think about that. And yes, even when I'm mad. Right. So that means sometimes we have to take a breath and, you know, count to 10, get quiet and really... Yeah. Think Definitely. about that thing. You know, I do. Sometimes I'm I, I gotta get quiet. Right. Cause mm, mm. <laughs> and I'll do that. I'll even make the noise because I'm really holding it in because right. I feel like if it comes out, like it's not it's not from a place of love. And I think everything we do for or to our spouse should come from a place of love. Right. Like it should be. Because I want him to know how I feel about him. Right. And I get it. For some of y'all, when y'all get mad, because you want him to know, yeah, you want him to know you're mad. Yeah. Like, it's, it should be it should be right. just a little bit different. Definitely. I think it should definitely be from a place of love. Um, you know, the things we verbalize. Right. You know, I, I don't, I can't imagine ever using... Like the same way I wouldn't pick up a knife and stab him, right. I wouldn't want to stab him with my words either. Right. Right. You know, both of those could potentially be fatal. Right. Like fatal to our relationship. Leah, he may stay, but he'll never look at me the same. Right. He may stay, but he'll never, you know, he won't feel the same. Right. Like, because he's hurt, like, Definitely. so hurt. Like, right. I don't hurt him to his core. Right. And because he can't or won't verbalize it, like there's no healing there. We just right. move forward. Right. We don't divorce, so we just move forward. Right. But it, you know, it'll be those holes in there. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. All right. So, All right. hopefully, you got something out of this today. Appreciate you guys for being with us. Thank you for sharing, for watching us on replay. Thank you for being here. Yes. As well as my podcast people, appreciate you for listening in. So. I am going to say, August is our anniversary month, not wedding anniversary. It's our purpose forever anniversary month. Yes. And so so this month is year three. Yes. This is, listen, I had to think, COVID, you know, um, COVID messed a few things up. So this is our third year being purpose for forever, doing the broadcast, as far as the broadcast. Is concerned, this is our third year, so we are full three years old. Right. Um, and I'm just I'm excited that we've been able to maintain consistency. Um, I'm excited that we've been able to be true to who we are, yes. Um, be true to our relationship, right? Like on the days if we ain't vibing, right. we're not gonna get on here and pretend like right. we are. 
like you know of course we always work through it yeah. but we got to work through it before we get on here yes. like we respect the platform right. and respect anybody that might view it enough to be authentic so it has been three years for us um I'm just excited. It's a huge accomplishment. Thank you, Kaneem. Yes. A huge accomplishment um, for us. And, um, you know, we've just been sticking this out together. Like in most of these conversations is, is honestly things that we are working out and right. working through right. um, for ourselves. Yes. Even after all this time right. of knowing each other and loving each other and kids and marriage and all that stuff, right. you know, we're still, it's a, still a, a daily process yes. you know that we're going through so yes august is our anniversary month right. after buying me some more party glasses <laughs> um so yeah. usually we would have started out august yes. we're, we're celebrating right. right but as you can see we tied but yeah. yeah. look tired i know i look tired i hate that just so you know birthday time birthday Stop. august 4th so, happy birthday. Mm-mm. You guys on replay, happy birthday. Okay. <laughs> so, thank you guys for watching. We'll be back next week. Yes, indeed. Until then, love intentionally. Love unconditionally. And love on purpose. Peace out. <laughs>